0: Okay, welcome to High Cheese with Darren Maloney. Today is June 6th, 2022. The anniversary of D-Day. And for those of you who do not think that this country is a great country that is made up of great people, take a look at what those troops did on June 6th, 1944. They sacrificed their lives to liberate Europe. And throughout our history, We've done great things because we are full of great people. So with that said, if you want to take two or three minutes, have your thoughts with what those great people did on June 6th. Let's talk about the January 6th hearings that are scheduled this week, Thursday, in prime time. They're kind of up in the air about the time. I heard 7 o'clock, I heard 9 o'clock, and the Pelosi gang is going to have their hearings. It's nothing more than a dog and pony show, and I'm kind of—I I want to watch. I hope they show it on prime time. I, th- I heard a- CBS. Uh, I think uh, ABC is going to show it, and I think they're just waiting for NBC to say that they're going to show it. And I'm sure that they will. But this is going to be an infomercial. This is going to be nothing more than one of the pillars that they're going to use for the November election coming up. And I think it's going to be a dud. Now, I think it was a couple of, year, uh, a couple of weeks ago that uh, Biden tried to throw into our political vernacular Ultramaga. And I think in one of my episodes, I mentioned that it was the result of these uh, focus groups. And these focus groups come up with Ultramaga. And the DNC runs with it. So they run down. the I got something for you, Mr. Biden. Let's use Ultramaga. Well, it was a dud. It backfired. And I think this is going to backfire, too, because it looks like an infomercial. From all everything that I can gather, it's going to be an infomercial. And, and let me just uh, point to an article from Axios. And it says, we've got a scoop. January 6th committee has a secret advisor. And it says here, the House January 6th committee has turned to a renowned former network news executive to hone a mountain of explosive material into a captivating multimedia presentation for a primetime hearing on Thursday. And apparently they hired this James Goldston. He's a former ABC News employee. They're touting him as a master documentary storyteller who ran Good Morning America and Nightline. So this is what you should expect. You should expect some type of documentary out there. It's not going to be a hearing. All this is is just a, one big political advertisement by them. That's going to backfire. Now, I'm sure their their hardcore base is going to look at it and say, see, see, see? It's, it's going to go nowhere. It'll be an embarrassment. What their hope is is that they're going to have these hearings, have these shows, you know, leading up into the November election. So they're going to try one, two, three, maybe four, but then it's going to fade out because I I just don't think that this thing is going to uh, gain any traction with the American people. Particularly when it's going to be, you know, some kind of glossed over, highly uh, produced docudrama. I don't think it's going to work. And which is fine. Now, what I'm really interested in is I want to see the commercials that the networks play leading up into this throughout the summer, maybe into the fall. Because dollars to donuts, you're not going to be able to tell the difference between a political advertisement and these advertisements that the networks are going to play in order to pump up viewership for these hearings. So I want to see that. And with that said, if, I, if I'm if i the Republicans, I go after that. I think that's a violation of election law. So it's going to be interesting. Now, one thing I think you should watch, uh, if you go to the Gateway Pundit today, again, today's Monday, J- uh, June 6, 2022. Go to the Gateway Pundit. And there's the uh, premiere of The Truth About January 6. It's about a 45-minute-to-an-hour documentary. And it's narrated by... Jake Lang. And he narrated this from his prison cell. And it was a number of episodes ago that I had interviewed Ned Lang, Jake's father. And he was talking about this thing coming out. So it's come out. And it's come out at an opportune time. And what I would just recommend is watch this and then watch the hearings. Because the reality of what's going on is with Jake Lang not with what's going on with this dog and pony show. So watch this, watch the hearing. One is reality. One is entertainment. Oh, I very much hope that Pete Buttigieg runs for president. If it's not Kamala, I hope it's him because it'll be easy pickings for Trump. And what I want to do is I want to go to a clip. He, uh, he was on uh, this week with uh, George Stephanopoulos. And Stephanopoulos asked him about, well, what are you going to do about $5 a gallon? And his answer was, well, what do you think? Uh, the White House has a dial and we can dial up what the price is going to be. And then he went and turned on uh, the uh, oil companies. And this guy is the Secretary of Transportation. He doesn't understand the industry. This guy doesn't understand the American oil markets. So let's go to this clip, and then we'll come back and discuss. Because I, this guy's just a clown. Remember this guy? This this is the guy that faked his uh, riding his bicycle to work. He had his bike in a a van, or I think it was a van or uh, an SUV, and he he was caught on camera taking his bicycle a couple blocks away from work, and then jumping on his bike and riding to work so we can get a photo op of him riding to work this guy's a phony okay so let's go to the clip and then we'll come back and discuss Americans feel gas prices just about more than anything else we're seeing $5 a gallon approaching $5 a gallon across the country right now as we head into the summer vacation season Uh, earlier this year the president tapped the strategic petroleum reserves hasn't made any difference at all was that a failure? But we also know that the price of gasoline is is not set by a dial in the Oval Office. And when an oil company is deciding, hour by hour, how much to charge you for a gallon of gas, they're not calling the administration to ask what they should do. Here are these oil executives, on the record, talking about how they're not going to increase production. He just doesn't know. Or he's misleading you. And either way, it's not a good thing. So he gives this flippant response. Oh, what do you think we have a dial? And then he proceeds to blame the oil industry. Well, it's them. It's not us. But what he doesn't tell you, the message Joe Biden sent when he took over, one of the first things he did is he stopped the Keystone Pipeline and he cut back on the leases of land for pumping oil. He didn't tell you that. So what he did is he sent a message. In one of my earlier episodes, I said that you know these, these companies that pump oil out of the ground, they have to expend a lot of money in order to get that oil out of the ground. And they need to know, and, and not everyone is successful. And what they do is they need to know that they'll have a supply of land to pump oil from in the event that they come up short. So why would they expend all this money, put millions and millions and millions of dollars out on a piece of land that may not provide oil. And then you're stuck. Because the President of the United States doesn't want to lease any more land to you. And thirdly, additionally, I want to point out, uh, out that a lot of banks are now discriminating against oil companies as far as pumping oil. What a lot of banks are doing today, and I said this in the prior episode, banks are not loaning money to oil companies. Because they're woke. There's very few American banks, so-called American banks, that loan to these oil companies. And I think when Trump was uh, president, he made it illegal to do so. Well, you want these companies to pump more oil, send a message to them, open the Keystone pipeline, that's a message right there, sell more leases, and then bring back Trump's executive order about banning banks from not loaning to oil companies that's the cure but Biden's not going to do that and then in the interview he further goes on he said you know so Stephanopoulos says well you know what can you tell people about the high price of oil what, what would your recommendation be to the Democrats that are running about this high price of gasoline and Buttigieg in a nutshell says well tell them that you reduced insulin oh that's great that's a typical Democratic answer but anyway I hope he runs well it's gay pride month and listen I gotta tell you they've jumped the shark with this whole transvestite transgender movement now there are a lot of uh, gay people out there that want no part of this transvestite and transgender movement that's taking place right now that's being generated in the democratic party because they see more votes and I'll tell you, I, I think it was one of my brothers sent me this disgusting video of an event that happened in Dallas. And it had to do with, uh, kids were invited to, I think it was a strip club. It was, it was a, a transvestite strip club. And let me read you an article here. And this is, uh, this is from Breitbart. It says here that, drag queens dance in front of babies, toddlers at Dallas pride event. It says a viral video featuring drag queens dancing in front of babies and toddlers at a da- Dallas Pride event has caused an uproar on social media. The event is titled Drag the Kids to Pride. was held at a bar called Mr. Mister in Dallas, Texas, where families were encouraged to attend with their children. And they were. It also invited the kids to get on stage with these dancers. This is absolutely disgusting. If there's ever a need for dyphus, they should have been hanging outside this bar. I mean, I've seen a video of this. You've got men dressed as women with thongs strutting up and down in front of toddlers and babies. They're doing splits. They're exposing more skin than not. And this is normal? Think about it. This is normal? This is nothing more than grooming these kids. And think about this. You think about this. If I bought my four-year-old... I don't have a four-year-old, by the way... into a go-go bar in New Jersey... there's two things w- that would have happened. I would not have been allowed to get in... and I probably would have heard from Dyfus the next day. But not in this case. And really, there were a lot of gay people out there... that realize that this transvestite, transgender issue... It's not normal. And to subject kids to this is not normal. It's called gender dysmorphia. It's a psychological problem. And if you want to start having surgery and changing body parts, that's up to you when you're older. But it's still not normal behavior. It's gender dysmorphia. And we can't ignore that. can't just erase it from the medical books because it's unpopular. And now I'm reading an article that the Carolina Panthers just hired their first transvestite cheerleader. Well, that's going to be fun. Carolina Panthers have announced the addition of its first transgender NFL cheerleader. Oh, you know what? I, I just want to go back. The video had a mother. One of the mothers was blocking the person that was taking the video. From seeing her kid. She was, she was standing. The kid was up on a big stool. The mother blo- uh, puts her body between the kid and the person that's taking the video. And then comes over. says, Oh you shouldn't be doing that. Really? You shouldn't be having your kid here. You're going to screw your kid up for life. What kind of parents are these? It's nothing more than grooming. We shouldn't accept this. There are a lot of gay people that don't accept this. Everyone shouldn't accept this. This is abnormal behavior. Again, I worked in the bars in New York City when I was going to grad school. And there were transvestites that used to show up, but they knew they were off. They knew it. They didn't want any extra benefits. This is just absolutely crazy. You want to dress up, dress up, but it's not normal. Just acknowledge the fact that you want to dress up. It's not normal. You know, it's just not. So anyway, back to the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers, they hired the first transgender cheerleader. I don't even want to mention her name. They got a picture of her. Yeah, And, and, it, and it's so funny. You, you sit and you watch TV today. You try to figure out, well, is this a guy or is this a girl? What kind of society is that? Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. I want to give uh, some credit to the, uh, some of the players on the Tampa Bay Rays. And apparently what happened for Gay, gay Pride Month or Alphabet Month, some Tampa Bay Rays players reportedly broke from the organization's support of the LGBTQ community Saturday during the team's Pride Night against the Chicago White Sox. So apparently they were supposed to wear a logo on their uh, hat and on an arm patch, uh, which was uh, uh, rainbow color. And there were several players that said, I don't want to do this. It's against my religion. But the, T- the Tampa Bay Times noted that pitchers Jason Adams, Jalen Beeks, Brooks Raley, Jeffrey Springs, and Ryan Thompson were among those who didn't want to wear the logos. And they just cited their religious b- beliefs. Let me just read the uh, statement from one of the players. But one of the players says, but when we put it on our bodies, and I think he's talking about the logo with the uh, rainbow, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe... Not that they look down on it or think differently. It's just maybe we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus, who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Just like Jesus encourages me as a heterosexual male to abstain from sex outside of the confines of marriage, it's no different. It's not judgmental. It's not looking down. It's just that we believe the lifestyle he's encouraged us to live for our good, not to withhold. But again, we love these men and women, and we care about them, and we want them to feel safe and welcome here. So it says here, according to the newspaper, the Rays wanted full participation from all players, but gave the option to opt in. So that's the report. They've got the option to opt in on this, and uh, we don't know if that is true, and we'll find out later. But it's like my mother's very religious. And she's always said, you go, you can love the person, hate the actions. So these Tampa Bay players that don't want to do this is not that they hate the people that are doing it. They just don't like their actions. And they shouldn't be forced into accepting these actions. And again, as I get back, there's a lot of gay people that think that this whole transgender issue has taken over their movement. And this is turning into an absolute mess. But I think they jumped the shark on this. Because if you get a chance to see this video, you got to see it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And it's hitting churches now. I've got a report here that 70 churches in Georgia are splitting from the United Methodist Church because of the church's issue on LGBTQ issues. And that's where we're headed. And I've said this, and I think, in my first or second episode. Look, you want to be gay, be gay. I mean, this other other stuff with uh, transvestites, uh, that's just weird. But you want to be gay, be gay. But at the same time, you have no right to tell churches what to believe in. You have no right to tell religious people what to believe in. They do not have to accept your way of life. That's what religions do. Christians don't advocate throwing gay people off of buildings like they do in some Arab countries. But they don't have to accept your way. And you can't force them to accept your way of life. That's un-American. But they're going to use this to come after Christianity. And I'm just telling the Christians, like, you have to do what the Tampa Bay players did. You have to fight back. You got to say no. Okay, so there's another Wall Streeter that telling us that we are headed for turbulent times. And uh, let me just read an article here. And this is from uh, Yahoo. And it says, Morgan Stanley's co-president has become the latest Wall Street figurehead to warn of upheaval in global markets as the post-financial crisis era of low interest rates and cheap debt crashes to a sudden halt. Ted Pick said that investors need to be wary of the twin threat of high inflation and a potential recession, which was, he labeled fire and ice. We'll have these periods where it feels awfully fiery and other periods when it feels icy and clients need to navigate around that. We'll be having this conversation for the next 12, 18 and 24 months. So the next look the next 2 years are going to be difficult. And the look the answer is simple. He says it right here. We've had artificially low interest rates since uh, 2008. And that has artificially pumped up all of our assets, homes, stock market, And now with interest rates rising, it's going to deflate assets. You talk to these talking heads on TV, you listen to CNBC, you listen to Bloomberg, they're they're just interested in keeping their job. They need something to talk about. But in the big picture, higher interest rates are going to deflate assets. Now, there's also earnings. Now, earnings can only keep stocks treading water. Unless those earnings are so great that they bring the price to earnings ratio of stocks to a normal level which I haven't seen yet we need to get back to normal And what normal is is rising interest rates right now it's gonna hit some type of equilibrium point stocks are going to fall as a result of it real estate's going to fall because of it PE ratios the acceptable PE ratios that were accepted these abnormally high PE ratios that people have accepted over the past five to ten years just aren't going to be accepted in the future. And we've got to muddle through this. Okay, let's go to stocks. Uh, The Dow finished up 0.05% to 32,915.78. Year-to-date, the Dow is down 9.42%. The S&P was up 0.31% to 4,121.43. For the year, the S&P is down 13.53%. NASDAQ was up today 0.4% to 12,061.37. Year to date, NASDAQ is down 22.91%. The 10 year bond finished above 3% or 8.5 basis points to 3.04%. Oil, WTI, traded down 0.3% to $118.50 per barrel. Spot Gold finished down. 0.05% to $1,841.29 per ounce, and spot silver finished up 0.9% to $22.11. Bitcoin is trading at $31,458.33, and it's 6 o'clock in the evening on Monday, June 6, 2022. Ethereum is trading at $1,871.98, $1,871.98, and XRP is trading at $0.40. Cents. Okay, there's a few important items on our economic calendar for the week that I just wanted to point out in case you wanted to take a look at it. And the first one is on Tuesday, June 7th, we're going to have our foreign trade balance come in. And this is our trade deficit, and this affects our GDP significantly. And uh, the higher the trade deficit; the more pressure it puts on our GDP. Um, you know, I just want to remind you: our first quarter uh, we had a negative GDP, and technically, if you have back-to-back quarters with a negative GDP, you are technically in a recession. So we should take a look at tomorrow, 8:30 p.m. on Tuesday. Foreign trade balance comes out. They're estimating that it's going to be 90.3 billion. If it is, if it runs a little hotter than this, I, I, I would be a little concerned about the second. Uh, Quarter GDP. And this report will cover April, which is the first month in the second quarter of 2022. So you may want to take a look at that tomorrow. Also, at 3 p.m. on the same day, we have consumer credit coming out. Um, We have an estimate of $35 billion. So, you know, if that comes in hotter than the estimate, also, you should be concerned about that. And then on Wednesday, June 8th, we've got the wholesale inventory revision. And the estimate is 1.9%. If that runs below uh, that figure, that could be problematic also for GDP. Uh, Then let's take a look at Friday. Friday is the all-important inflation day. So on Friday, June 10th, we've got the Consumer Price Index. And the estimate is 8.2% year over year. And uh, with that said, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you on Saturday.